0: Named after the mechanism that separates the sweet wort from the spent grains, False Bottom Girls features two beer experts filtering through the brewing industry to guide listeners through the wonderful, yet sometimes confusing, world of beer. Hi, my name is Rachel Hudson. I'm the co-owner and head brewer of Pilot Brewing in Charlotte, North Carolina, and an Advanced
1: Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair. I'm the beer program coordinator with New Realm Brewing in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am also an Advanced Cicerone. All right, now that my blood pressure's all fucking going, <laughs> yeah. Today's today's the day where we uh, I'm gonna pull it really really bring you down as a brewery owner.
0: <laughs> Are we recording? Yes. Okay. So, good morning, everyone. <laughs> it's not the radio. I was totally envisioning that I was gonna be like. Woo! It's Monday morning, 8.45, but you don't care because it might be noon (laughs) (laughs) or 6 (laughs) p.m. when you're listening. Or Wednesday. (laughs) No, but today on our awesome little podcast, we're talking about the crap life of being a brewery owner and reading ratings. Well yes, it's more why, than that. Why, <laughs> That's the way I feel right why now. Why you
1: should never read the comments. We're, we're gonna talk about
0: anything. beer ratings, the types the types of uh outlets for beer ratings that you can have access to untapped, beer advocate, rape beer, Google, Yelp. And kind of what's BS and what's not BS and how to navigate, you know. A lot of people use Google, I use Google for to like look places up and see, you know, what they're about. I feel mm-hmm. like for me that's the most reliable. I don't really care about the beer apps. I don't care about the beer apps. I will make my own decision on this beer. Right. I'd never look at it because I just don't trust other people's opinions
1: as much yeah. as I trust mine. Right. No, I agree. And I think um, I I know I've mentioned it before. Something I had never thought of until my friend Asa said that she does this is if she's traveling somewhere. She will look up, uh, she'll use the Cicerone directory to look up, you know, Smart. if you're going to be in Kansas City. Yeah. Look up who's, got who's what? yeah, and and kind of see where they're working. Yeah. And is it a certified Cicerone or is it a lot of certified beer servers where they're requiring their staff to be knowledgeable? Yeah. Especially in, in Charlotte.
0: Because Charlotte is oozing Cicerones,
1: <laughs> Ciceroozing. <laughs> it's,
0: it's like a it's like a plague going around. You know, right. Just kidding. It's really funny. So, uh, not to like get off too track, but the Cicerone program is super exploding. Like in Charlotte, like it's it's big everywhere. But just more people are taking the test and getting certified. Mm-hmm. The second level, the first level. I just did a class for a, an account who had four employees he was getting everyone beer server certified and he Mm. had four employees who had taken it at once who hadn't passed who were too scared to you know you you can take the test twice when you sign up for the first level they didn't want to waste their second time and so uh, he asked me to give him a class on beer server on passing the test and I did and I haven't heard back since a couple days after the class but two of them took it right after and passed that's awesome I know you're welcome Cicerone (laughs) because <laughs> now those people are gonna like they were really into it too all of them and i was, I was kind of expecting a group that maybe was just doing it for work mm-hmm. and not exactly passionate but they were i mean it was a little bit of both but like they were all like no no no, this is cool stuff we're into it we want to do it right they're working at a beer bar they weren't working at like applebee's you know they're right they need hey. to do it right so that was cool it made me feel good and like i was talking to some other girl um well her name's shay she has a name and she works at town and um we know her at pilot and mm-hmm. she was in the bar and we were talking about it. She was with her friend and they were both leaving at that after that to go study for their sec- second level. And I was like, that's so that's great. Awesome. Like,
1: yeah, I'll let you know when we're doing some stuff. Blah, blah. It was just, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. That's a big part of my job. Um, right now, especially right now because I'm about to put several employees through like a three month kind of boot camp for their certified, um, but necessarily that means that a lot of them have to get their first level and they haven't done it yet. And talking with them and, you know, doing the same kinds of the, the classes, going over what you're going to learn. I've, I've had to tell a few of them who were just like, I haven't heard of some of these beer styles before or some of the questions seem really hard. And looking through the certified beer server they it is a very, very good foundation, but it's so high level that it is pretty confusing. Is. And I've told them it will in a way, it will be easier when you're studying for the certified for level two because it's much more specific. and you yeah. don't need to remember is assertive more bitter than pronounced yeah. and or or vice versa. And
0: also, when you're going through the beer server syllabus, it will literally say, <clears throat> "Just know this, and don't really worry about the rest." Right. So, and then you don't understand why. And sometimes understanding why something needs to be away is very really important. Exactly. On connecting it. Um, but I get it. You, you don't want overload. One g- good example is that uh, it was draft systems. Mm-hmm. It was like just understand that the keg and the regulator need to be at a certain pressure, but refer to a trained individual for that. But no, that's a that's an uh, application. But like that's what the <laughs> syllabus says. Right. It says don't worry about the rest. Right. Talk to a second level. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Which to me was silly, but for the sake of the test and the class I was giving, which it turned out to be like two hours because it's a lot of stuff, right. it's a little bit about a lot. Mm-hmm. But anyways, my point with like that program and what you were saying is like look up the directory list and see who's working where. It's a really good point. My um, husband was at a festival, I don't know, a couple months ago, and some guy was talking to him about, he was like, yeah, the you know, beer scene is really exploding. He's like, I really, really like... My three favorite breweries right now are you, Pilot, um, Protagonist, which is very newly opened in Noda, mm-hmm. and Sugar Creek. And Jeff was like, you know what's funny about that? You know, it's the <laughs> one thing they all have in common is right. that they all have an advanced Cicerone right. working there. And he was like, huh. You know, and like, totally coincidence, you know, and, right. and now town has an advanced Cicerone or... or Bri- their head brewer, Brian, has now. Right. Yes, congratulations, our friend Brian got Congrats, his advance. Brian.
1: And then Joe. Huge congratulations to Joe. Joe, so I'm
0: going to tag you on this episode just so you can hear us say congratulations because yeah. we know, God, we don't know what you've been through, but right. we know what we've been through and <laughs> we're about to embark on what you went through and it's... Uh, Not easy, and I know the stress level, and he has, like, three kids Mm -hmm. and a running business, and, like, oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so our friend Joe Vogelbacher from Sugar Creek Brewing just got his Master Cicerone, which makes him the 19th in the world world. to get it, and that's, it's just amazing, and and I agree with you. I know everything we've gone through to study for advanced. Tears, (laughs) blood, sweat.
0: (laughs) No, seriously, like, times where I just wanted to, like, Right, give I, up? Yeah, I know? could have
1: paid off a student loan with what, what I spent preparing for
0: the advance. That almost is part of the embarrassing part. You're like, well, it took me. This is just third level. Took me two years and three thousand dollars. Right, four flights, bunch of Airbnbs. Like, right, <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Exactly.
1: All of the books. Everything. <laughs> My husband's blood pressure level.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he even made a comment. He was like, "Oh, we're about to go through this again, huh?" I was like, "No, no, no, no." Not a little bit, but not as bad. (laughs) I won't be taking it this October. I'll be taking it next October. (laughs) But, yeah, so anyways, check that out. Go to, you know, in Fairness, Charlotte. There's a lot of places you can go to with a lot of knowledge, and
1: it's growing all the time. And that's But it is. I never thought about that. But when she said that that's how she'll select where to go. That's so smart. Because I hate going into places. And what happens so much now is that a lot of breweries get super hyped up Mm -hmm. And it's just an emperor's no clothes situation. You get there and you're like this, all of your hazies, first of all, it's all hazies and they all taste like onions and garlic and like under attenuated and I can taste the off flavors in it because you just rush your production because your demand is so high and nobody's saying that these beers are awful because everybody's saying they're great.
0: Yeah. And they don't, they don't know. They all, they all (laughs) taste the same. They all taste like this hop. Burn flavored, water, maybe orange juice, looks like crap. It's all, ugh, anyways, don't get me started on that. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah this, this episode is the
1: worst <laughs> for my blood pressure. <laughs> I have to go yes. to work all day and after this, oh my God, I'm going to. But it's, it's funny. So I started using, gosh, I don't even remember how, how long ago it was that I was using tap, but I want to say it was probably like ugh. 2012. Or so, and actually, you know what, I bet it was earlier than that, because I know when I was in uh, Chicago, I moved to Chicago in 2013, and I had been using it for a while, and I would check things in, and I would leave the, it's stars, right? You give it like, you can give up to like five stars, and I would leave that. I don't think I normally left any kind of a review, but as silly as it seems, like that's still back in the day when... Even in like 2010, it seemed like you still had some anonymity on online, and the it was just a, it was just a company that you were reviewing. There wasn't an actual person. There wasn't a Rachel yeah, yeah. on the other end reading these reviews. You know, like there's somebody on the other end reading these reviews who is exhausted because they're doing double brew days, and you know, worrying like are we going to make enough money and what like, oh what have gosh. I gotten myself into and all of this stuff? And then you read this person who's just like, mm, two stars. I don't like IPAs. Yeah, too happy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you
0: look at their past reviews and it's like Miller Lite,
1: Blue Moon. <laughs> look at me. I'm judging all these beers. I'm so smart. Right. Well, it- but at a certain point when I was doing the reviews – um, or just using Untapped. I just switched to using it as a way to track yeah. what I was drinking and also where beauty, yeah. where I had been. But part of that was seeing I had, I known that I wanted to do a beer blog, something like that, and I didn't want to be burning bridges. And I noticed other beer bloggers who I followed on Untapped wouldn't leave a review, wouldn't rate it. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, that actually seems like pretty good practice to just check it in Yeah, and leave it at that and, you know. I mean, honestly, for me,
0: I really don't look at this because I just don't look at it. It's just something I've learned because you there are so many great ones, but you will come across like a hater whether the beer is awful or not, and it just – it just brings you down. Because you can focus on that so hard and forget about all the good stuff that you're doing. So, you know, going through a lot of this, like, I just went through a whole bunch of whole pilot's stuff, you know, because for um, the point for the point of this episode. Yeah,
1: we really had to go through some shit <laughs> today to make this
0: episode. It's not that bad. Like, <laughs> overall, so, so untapped, when you put on a beer, it's not going to pop. Like, people's check-ins don't pop up unless a certain amount of check-ins come. It doesn't give a rating. Put it that way. Like... Um, Oh, and uh, real quick, I, I think I already have it up, but I'm going to filter in like the lowest one and they're mm. all like blank, but um, there'll be like one check-in, two check-in and it looks like once it hits 10 check-ins, a rating will appear. Okay. So it takes like 10 haters to really check in like a bad, you know, beer. Like maybe your beer was really bad and it should be checked in bad, but like if so, like a hater, like someone, like a troll, that's what I mean. Because there's trolls out there. Right. But I pull up a bunch. We do so many small batches that
1: zero yeah, ratings. This point. one has
0: two ratings, one rating, one rating, two ratings, one, three. But there's no stars. So it doesn't bring down our total average. So normally, smaller batches don't make it on here. And um, at, as a way to, like, they will. Like, maybe one or two, like, negative ones. Like, I swear, to God, we had a group of, like, three people all together when we first opened who were checking in. Like, I have all, like, I did a little research and I have them like <laughs> all their check-ins and their comments all together and it's the same date and they're all like you know I could just imagine them all huddled around and this guy checked in a lot like <laughs> right <laughs> someone <laughs> overserved served him <laughs> no it's just a lot of flights but um you can tell they're just like sitting here trolling and it pisses me off it's like one guy is some blueberry IPA we had this guy's like the only thing blueberry about this IPA is in the name and then I'm like all right m effort Let's see what else you had that day. And then, oh, it's way too far at the moment. But he, he goes on to be like, he had an island hopper. He's like, sure, why not after this blueberry? And then some other girl with him was like, it tastes like hemper with no rating. So I'm not even sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like New Belgium hemper. Right. And it's just like, shut the fuck. You guys are obviously like, not everyone in the beer world gets along. And you're over here just being a hater for no reason. I don't know who you are. Say it to my face,
1: (laughs) like for real. Yeah, take it. It's well, and it's it's hard because you know I don't I don't want to take away people's basically freedom of speech. If you don't like something, you can say it. I know. I'm just being. I'm just venting with the sure with the apps, but then I know something that right after pilot opened one of our brewers showed up and you know she she kind of looked upset and she's like can i try the? i think it was the colch can i try the colch and she tried it and she said well there's uh, an untapped rating that says that it's got a brett oh, infection yeah, yeah. which uh, we, were we were like, like what That's... this is a brand new brewery and pilot is yeah. super clean yeah always never
0: been any sort of wild yeast and in- Right, introduced right. in that
1: brewery. But you know, we, you know, you see a review like yeah. that, and you have to take it seriously. And she lived close enough that she could walk. But it was like she wasn't at work; she just came directly up there to taste this beer after seeing that somebody said that. Yeah, because Brett is a huge deal. If it's loose in your tell brewery,
0: tell the bartender. Right. Nobody well, but, told the bartender that. You yeah, know, they just they just
1: leave it on untapped. Right. Here's the thing: we tried the beer. Of course, it doesn't have a Brett. Of course, it doesn't. And I'm not saying that because. We made it. I'm saying that because oh. it's a new brewery that's very clean. There's no wild yeast being used. This beer had just been put on. It's it's impossible for it to have a bread infection. It's not yeah. impossible for there to ever be a bread infection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in any kind of brewery. But sure. in, this, in this specific situation, it's not a bread infection. And tasting it was like, I don't. Okay, so you just learned what Brett is, but you don't really understand what it tastes like. Is what I is all that I can yeah. surmise, or just something went weird? Were you eating at the same time? I don't know, yeah. but it wasn't Brett infected, and that's the sort of thing that if I like see that as that from the brewer side, you want to take care of it immediately, yeah, or at least address it. But from a person side, yeah, I don't. I don't look at ratings on untapped when trying to decide on a beer or go to a brewery. No. But if somebody sees that, and you know, then that in their mind is like, well, that's usually a sign of subpar cleaning. Yeah. And you know, and taking care in your brewery. So maybe I don't want to go there.
0: And it's BS because as a brewery owner, I have to pay for untapped mm-hmm. to like kind of use it and kind of regulate it. I still can't, like, anybody can just put on a beer still, which is BS. Yeah. Because I mean one of the most frustrating th- I mean, and I can take it off. I can say, hey, this is not right, or can you merge these two beers or stuff like that? Right. But if I didn't pay them six hundred dollars a year, I couldn't. Right. And then we would have all these people just entering all these beers like, Oh, here's Cafe Latte Stout, five different oh stout cafe latte, stout cafe, right. latte milk stout. Right. Cook stout with cook. It would be five million different names. And it's just such a scam and then <laughs> and then people like look at it and use it and judge a brewery by it and it was like i'm just here to tell you don't be a sheep go to the freaking brewery yourself okay mm-hmm. ask other brewer ask other people's opinions like for real before you just like look at this stupid app god i'm fired up yeah you are there are other apps too we should redirect from Untappd cuz i just really they also are about to have their second festival this year and we just got invited to it and oh, i'm yeah. like i'm like i don't know man and Jeff's like, we're gonna go pay for the kegs. I'm like, I still don't think they have. Just a little backstory they threw a festival last year, like on the fly, mm-hmm. no planning, and it was a disaster. I actually was working the brewery that day, so I didn't really have to deal with it, but like I did over the phone because they extended the festival an hour without asking anybody. And you gotta remember, like people who work these festivals, they work for the brewery. There's mm-hmm. a lot of times they're volunteering, they're spending all day going to the brewery, getting supplies, getting to the festival super early because that's what the festival wants, setting everything up, standing there for hours, then to deal with this rainstorm, then to just be told, okay, stay here for an extra hour. So Untapped end up paying for that, you know, in the end. But
1: anyways. Yeah, I think the – I don't know of other app-based ratings. No,
0: uh, I think the – Ones that, well, when I was getting into the beer world, Beer Advocate was super big.
1: Yes, Beer Advocate was super big. And
0: so Beer Advocate is a beer rating website started by two brothers, uh, the Austrian brothers. And they, well done, because they just like, were like, hey, give send me your beers, we'll rate them. And put it, Like, <laughs> who's decided that they were credible enough to like start doing this? That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> it was like a thing when I started learning about yeah. beer.
1: Well, the, that's the thing though, is that, What I'm finding now as I'm getting more and more into studying and learning about beer and having the benefit of the internet and being able to find information everywhere is that, you know, 15 years ago, 30 years ago, these people who are still, everybody just says they're a beer expert, they don't. They're not. Take the susor <laughs> test. Yeah. Exactly. <Move> it. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, and, and some of them, particularly the ones who aren't based in the States, have no idea about American craft. Mm-hmm. And I grew up in American craft. Mm-hmm. So I I'm more in tune to that. But, you know, I'm not I'm not an old white guy, so I don't get <laughs> necessarily the same credence <laughs> or people don't think to come to me first. Um, to, I don't know why. To ask about <laughs> things like that, but I've talked to several of these kind of old-timers, yeah, and it's clear that, yes, you know a lot about, you know, German beers, English beers, whatever, but you're really out of touch with American Craft. And they also, so. Well,
0: they also started brewing when American Craft was just, like, kind of taking off, and not everybody knew, like, no one knew that much about brewing, so if right. you knew a little...
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying <laughs> with with these guys, part, and not to like not, not to, to drag discredit them all. anyone, yeah. But you could just if you were just the person who was doing it, yeah. Then people, cool. yeah, yeah, I'll send Why you my not? beers. Someone's and if you're do the it. ones who are rating it, and I, I really liked their ratings, and that was something that I paid attention to when they. So I still did have a subscription to their hard copy magazine, which they with that folded um, earlier this year, and Craft Beer and Brewing bought it. So beer advocate, I think, only exists online now, basically as a ratings website. But I always liked looking at their ratings, and they were very transparent about here's how we rate it. Here's, you know, and it was in every single issue when they were doing the reviews. They they had their methodology laid out. When we talk, when we're assessing aroma, this is how we assess it, and so then you could take it and see what they were doing with it, and then read the review. So, in their, uh,
0: on Beer Advocate in their About Us, they said they're founded in 96 as an independent community of enthusiasts and professionals dedicated to supporting and promoting better beer. Right. And they did some festivals, it looks like, so they, like, uh, got older. So, they, a lot essentially, breweries would send them a beer, they would rate, they would drink them, rate them, put them on this website, and right. then you, as a user, could also rate them and, and right. give your own rating.
1: Yeah, well, and again, 1996- yeah you, it was so different, yeah you guys were the the ones who figured out how to use internet, yeah. first. <laughs> when you sold told people it was a world wide web 96. period your advocate period see i was I was ten
0: <laughs> anyways whatever so uh, I was driving <laughs> but um so now they don't rate them you as you they don't do it anymore, right the guys the brothers i there's probably just too many beers. I remember a quick story when I worked at uh my first brewing job at Hardywood Park in Richmond, Virginia. We My, like, very first beer, Big Breer release, they did some bottles. It was for a charity thing. It was awesome. It was called Hopperation Pink. It was just this awesome IPA. And um, we sent bottles of it to the brothers, which was really cool. And, like, he, like, was drinking it one night, and he tweeted it. That he was drinking it. I was like, oh, yeah. man, oh, man. The rate, this, <laughs> the rating's going to come soon. You yeah. Know, for, like, years I checked back. Like, <laughs> did he ever rate it? And like, one time? <laughs> no, and he didn't. I never made it past Twitter for whatever reason. And um, this is also 2011, so they're probably swamped with all the beers. Yeah, and, in uh, 2011,
1: definitely. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> I remember, like, years later, maybe, like, two years ago, three years ago, I don't know. I was kind of drunk. We got that liquid courage, you know? And I was like, and I am I think I'm Facebook friends with one of the brothers. And he like made a comment on some of my, st- one of my statuses. I have no idea what it was, but I was like, cool, here's my end. <laughs> <laughs> messaged him and I, something about the comment. And then I was like, oh, something about, I was like, so I don't know if you remember, but you, ra- you tweeted my beer one time. You never rated it. I was just kind of curious. And it's, it's like freaking eight years, seven years later. <laughs> He's like, well, if I tweeted it, it must have been good. I was like, okay, good enough for me.
1: Yeah, but, you know he saw that and was like, what the fuck?
0: But, yeah, I know, right? Weird girl. <laughs> that was me.
1: But uh, so I bet she was a horse girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everyone is a horse girl, Jen. You are too. Everyone. Brothers included. Beer advocate brothers. But So now they don't rate them. It's just all people. So, you can take that for what it's for the word. I, I feel like it's a little bit more credible than, uh, it's definitely more credible than Untapped.
1: Yeah, I agree. If
0: you want something more, that's more credible, you don't, you know, Cicerone website is only going to give you a couple of places to really go. But if you want to look up a certain beer, Beer Advocate's pretty good. Rape beer is another one that's kind of gone back and forth between being right. credible and, and not. I guess it's still owned by AB. AB. Yeah, AB owns
1: they even, Rape beer. Is it still up? Which, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no um, one uses Rapier. Yeah. And I think a lot of it though, was the the fact that a B bought it, but then they also kept it under wraps that it had mm-hmm. been bought by a B. And I want to say, It couldn't have been the good beer hunting guys because they're also owned by the same company that owns Rape Beer. So now they are also owned by AB. Mm -hmm. Um, But somebody, maybe it was the guys drinking beer. Somebody through LinkedIn figured out that AB had purchased Rape Beer. Uh, And then everybody just kind of jumped ship off that. Like, well, this is, if you're a giant beer company that owns a beer rating website.
0: Yeah. Who cares? I don't don't care what AB thinks. And I know it's
1: on the up and up, but
0: I don't know. I mean, not
1: given most of AB's practices.
0: I feel like I'm just pulling up one beer and it's just people, anyways. I happened to click on West Fetter and 12. It was like the (laughs) third beer there and it's all in different languages and I can't read it. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. Personally, like I said, uh, these beer rating sites to me are just, there's so many opinions, so many different tastes. Like, if you know, may, you know if you really want to, like, get nitty-gritty, like, no, no, I really want to try something good that is being considered well done. Look up, go to the Brewers Association and look up the past medal winners from Great American Beer Festival. Yeah. Because there you go. Like, that's a whole panel of, like, cream of the cream crop, Tasting judges, like people that have been super trained, very experienced, judging these beers and going through them and saying this is the best that was entered.
1: Right. And you know, there's ninety five hundred beers entered. So. Right. Right. And I think, you know, another good place to start is just ask the the people in your life, you know, whose whose opinions you trust. And I've seen in several of the beer groups I'm part of, somebody will say, hey, I'm in Charlotte, what brewery should I hit up? And you get varying answers, but generally people will, like you'll see kind of repeats. Yeah. And I I see the same thing for Atlanta and a lot of the breweries that pop up often. I'm kind of like,
0: It's kind of a popularity contest also. If
1: people have heard of you. When you ask
0: general public, uh, you get like, like for me, I I like to if I if I'm at a good brewery, let's say I'm in a, in a different town, and I'm like the beer is like really well done, like I'll just ask the bartender or whoever serving me beer, like what's what's next, you know? Or, yes, I still actually really do think Google, uh, like I I do I believe Google,
1: I like Google,
0: <laughs> I like that one.
1: That's some liberal I, propaganda. I
0: guess that I just it's easy to Google up all the breweries. On my phone, I don't have to like go into some sort of app, I don't have to like deal, like go through forms of like beer people being beer people. Right? It's like it's like the general public. So right. normally, you get a good idea if you have like a awesome, a bunch of awesome reviews and like really good, clean beer, decent beer, blah blah blah. You know, a couple Karens, and that's to be expected. It's generally going to be pretty good. I feel like yeah, you can tell like a, people will say oh they have like you know they'll have pictures and it's like. One hundred hazy IPAs, probably not going to go there. So I, I appreciate right, right.
1: <laughs> like well, like I'm not, Google, I do. I'm bring up Google. I do that a lot, also when I'm trying to decide where to go in an unfamiliar city. And a lot of times, what I do if I've got if I'm pressed for time is I will look up a good beer bar because I know that mm-hmm. they will probably have a good selection of local beers that I can try and then if I have time to go to other places then I can go to one of those breweries that I like but beer bars generally are going to have they they seem to be a little bit more diplomatic in featuring kind of the best product from different breweries and so I'll usually just google you know beer bars near me and then look at their menu and decide okay do I do I want to go I can tell you right now if I look at your menu and you have something on cask like I will be there. Like I yeah, left, you're probably good beer bar. Yeah, I've just left a gin-sized hole in the wall, like Bugs Bunny <laughs> running to get to your beer bar.
0: I, I, you know, Eve, I can feel it both ways on that one. There's a couple beer bars that are too many beers and don't have like the properly trained staff, mm-hmm. and that can be a turnoff because sometimes, you know, for me, forty taps tops.
1: Right, yeah, I was about to say, I'm not talking about, like, flying saucer or no. any if, if you have 150 or 100, yeah. oh, God,
0: self pours are, the, no, right. stay. Right,
1: Again, if you like, <laughs> if, if that's your thing, Sanitary that's fine. Issues that's, yeah, that's not the kind of day. thing I'm talking about, but, yeah, like, Just I wary. would say, yeah, like, 25 taps is enough for me to know that you have the opportunity to make a well-curated selection.
0: Yeah, and you have fresh beer because you're going through
1: it. Right, yes, Exactly. So but. yeah, that's what I'll usually use if I'm trying to decide where to go. But I found that beer bars are, for me, they're better to get kind of a pulse check on what the what the beers look like there, and then just kind of the beer scene. And if it's somebody like bonus points if I like your beer list and you're also listed in the Cicerone directory. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll also do what what you do and say, okay, what what should I try? Next, and if it's somebody who's well trained, yeah, they're going to say, "Well, like, did you like this one you just had? What styles do you like?" And they can guide you because I've had people say that are, you know, ask, "What's your favorite?" or "What's the best right now?" And Ugh. it's like, "Well, it, it depends." But if you're a well trained, if you have got a well trained staff, you I can really say, hate
0: I hate that question because I feel like you just want a taster, so just ask for a freaking taster, right? I'll give it to you, and I just do that anyways. So what's your? Do you like this one better or this one better? Like, does it matter what I like better because it's going right, to be so doesn't. different than
1: you? Yeah.
0: So I'm like, I just give them taster. I, I don't even answer. I just pour a taster. Bag. Well,
1: <laughs> I and I, so I usually fun. do that too. If somebody, if I say, well, what do you normally drink, or what yeah. do you like, and then I'll say, okay, I'm going to give you two samples. Let me know what you think. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you say you don't like either one. Yeah. Well, like we'll figure it out, and then give them something that's somewhat similar to what they're drinking. But like, if they are always drink Stella. Maybe I'll give them a Chuck Pilsner and a Whit beer and say, mm-hmm. okay, which direction do you want to go from here? It's like, I like this one. I don't like that one. All right, try this one. And, you know, kind of get there. And a good beer bar will do that. Oh,
0: yeah, for
1: sure. But you won't find that kind of information on an untapped review.
0: No. And I'm looking at our Google reviews now, which is a way better rating than untapped. <laughs>
1: I love that you're Four. like, these ratings are bad. <laughs> Let me look and see where the ratings are good. 4.8.
0: That's like... I think I feel like people have said we had five-star. Oh, it is a five-star, technically. It's a full five-star, which it says 4.8. <laughs> but I like it because people are like, the bartenders are, and staff are so friendly and knowledgeable. They do classes once a month, different style. Untapped is like, tell me about this beer. Like, people don't sit there and tell you about, like, the service they got, the, you know, extra right. things that are going on in the brewery. The fact someone's like, oh, my gosh, they have two GOBF medals on the wall. Like, that's awesome for a young brewery. Like, Untapped is all, like... Plus, it's all negative because people were never. I mean, a lot of times people are positive. I did read some stuff. About our Goza lady, one lady was like, "Holy Goza, blood orange, baby!" Like, <laughs> she was just really liked it, and it yeah. was it was nice <laughs> to be like, "Oh," but uh, you just get better overall reviews about the brewery. Like, if if this brewery has awesome beer, but their bartenders are mean. Like, I'm not going to want to go there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> or I'm yeah. going to be pissed when I get there because right. they're treating me like crap.
1: Right. And I've I've definitely uh, seen that in reviews where where it'll say exactly that. Like, the, the beer is really good. You just have to put up with kind of shitty bar staff. And, you know, I still went, and that wasn't my experience. Mm. And so that's... Yeah, I don't normally... I always think it's funny when people, like, on, like... Worst Beer Blog will post the person who's like, I spend $5,000 a month <laughs> you had in a your problem. cap room <laughs> and I can't believe that you treated me like this. Yeah. And then like the staff is like, because you're a dick. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's why. Worst Beer
0: Blog is pretty hilarious. It's a uh, Facebook group page, page Facebook page that you can follow. Yeah,
1: I follow them on Instagram. I don't think I follow them on Facebook. You, but you, yeah, either it's or. It's the same thing. And yeah.
0: they'll post like, they'll just pick up controversial posts that breweries make some are just kind of like eh, stretching some are like holy s yeah <laughs> like why would a brewery say this or like why would a person say this or why would this why would they do this and it's just like oh my god what is people cause there are a lot of stupid people out there mm-hmm. in every single industry
1: okay yeah <laughs> yeah well and for better or worse the internet has given us all a voice and yeah. some people and use people that, that voice are very for brave on the better internet. yes <laughs> yeah yeah um, okay, so one of the things Rachel and I talked about is reading untapped reviews, but with a twist. If you guys are probably familiar with this, um, maybe you're not as juvenile as I am and as Rachel apparently was because she knew what I was talking about. But um, when you have when you were younger, and I still do this now from time to time, um, and you're reading your fortune cookie, and at the end you say, in bed... that's what we're going to do with a couple of these reviews. (laughs) So here's one tart, but also a bit flabby, not nearly as dry as expected. Herbal twang, but too much residual malt was much better. Last time I sampled in bed.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh man. Hmm. So good. If a mimosa and a beer had a baby in bed. (laughs) Mimosa Goza. Pretty good considering it has blood orange in the description. A decently fine sour in bed. (laughs) What do you mean considering it has blood orange in the description? I guess you just don't like blood orange. I don't know. Holy blood oranges, Goza lovers. This is the holy grail of Goza with a slam of blood orange flavor. Tart blood orange packed juiciness in bed.
1: (laughs) You're supposed to use, you're supposed to use the bad ones. I'm trying. I can't find any. Oh, my God. Okay, you pull up. You pull up. I mean, I I found.
0: I'm trying. I can't find anything bad. I'm trying. (laughs) This guy, I mean, I had the one hater who all came together. In bed. In bed. (laughs) Yeah, they did. Uh In Pilot's bed. (laughs) The only thing blueberry meant this IPA is in the name, In bed. (laughs) <laughs> Tastes like Hemper in bed. No, no rating. What does that even mean? Is that a compliment? Like, is that a insult? <laughs> this person's just like half star, no comment. Like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Sorry, excuse my language, but if you're gonna if you're gonna half star me, you better tell me why, or, or you're just a scaredy cat.
1: I guess the takeaway from all of this, if you like using Untapped, I mean, go ahead, keep using it. There are better places, I guess, to leave reviews and from the brewer's perspective it's most of it is just a very frustrating exercise in just being the recipient of a one-way conversation where like Rachel said if you're someplace and there's you know something wrong with the beer or if you don't like it I mean you as a brewery you should have your staff trained to deal like how how do you talk to a person who says I don't really get a lot of blueberry in this to say, oh, here, like, here's yeah. our process, or here's why you might not, or you know what, that's 100% fine, try this one instead.
0: Yeah, I actually really do think, like, that beer that I had, I have done it before, and I think I had more blueberry before. But it wasn't like, like, it's fine if you don't like the beer, like, I don't care. And it's fine if you want to rate it shitty on untapped, but just remember, that's how... That reflects on you as a person. And that's your personality. For every every you have to you live. live and you have to live with your personality. So <laughs> just remember that. <laughs> because like seriously, if you had this think about it like this. What if all these little breweries were art galleries? And all the and each brewer, this was all their art, right? You're not gonna go into someone's art gallery and like get on your phone and be like, this art is piece of fucking shit i hate the color orange it's one star orange. i hate art it's orange. <laughs> i don't even like art shouldn't even be here oh you'll get that with beer uh i don't really like beer i don't like hoppy beer so this ipa it's got to go it's one you know, star. one star you're like don't rate the hoppy beer yes. if you don't like the hoppy beer you're not being fair or accurate like th- i don't like p- spaghetti I don't like Italian food, so I don't sit there and go to Olive Garden and go to other Italian places and be like, oh, spaghetti was awful here. I don't like spaghetti in general, but it was, like, really bad here.
1: You know, like, what is that? No one cares. right? No one cares. Duclaw recently did a collaboration with another couple breweries called, like, Two Star Sour IPA and, like, the can art. Looks exactly like Untapped, and it's like two stars. I don't like sour IPAs. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah I do. <did. laughs> yeah, so breweries like we.
0: A lot of people do know a lot of if you're getting into beer and you're using Untapped, I would not necessarily rely on it as a good source of where to go and where not to go. I was looking at some of our beers right now, and I came across this IPL that we did with a, a store. It was a running club uh, consignment called Gear Goat. So we called it a Gear Goat IPL's Indian Pale Lager. <laughs> some guy. Hint of both gear and goat. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it was three and a half stars. And I'm like, hold on. You need to explain yourself. And then this other guy, um, getting some caddy notes from the Nelson, Nelson Sauvignon Hops. So not a big fan, but not a bad beer. There were no Nelson Sauvignon Hops <laughs> in that beer.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? Who are you? And who told you that? Nobody, you made that up, right? Well, and that's the same thing as the review about this colch has is Brett infected. So no, I don't like it. And it's like, okay, it's I guess good for you that you're learning uh, beer terms, which will be an yeah. upcoming episode is <laughs> <just> talking about <laughs> uh, beer definitions. Yeah, but yeah, I, and you know, part of the reason why I stopped reviewing using Untapped was just because most of the stuff, most of the time when I'm drinking, I'm not honed in and it is more hedonic do i like this or not and most beers i drink are fine and so i find myself giving a lot of three and a half stars or three star reviews because they're fine they're not the best beer i've ever had they're not the worst beer if it was the worst beer if it was bad i just wouldn't give it a review yeah so i that's not really helpful to anybody it's the same thing as saying meh don't just just don't do it
0: yeah just walk away it's that easy to not be a freaking dick
1: Yes, it is. It is so
0: easy. Just going through, trying to see if there's any more. I mean, I'm I'm pleased to say that most people on Untapped are fine and pleasant, and they just check in, move along, rate it, move along, it's fine, whatever. Like, we don't get too many bad scores. We don't get a lot of negative comments, which is nice. You just tend to hear about the negative ones. So, like, I actually haven't looked at this, like, ever so I'm kind. Of, I feel kind of good, <laughs> but I, everyone always just tells me about the negative stuff, and I never look. So I was just kind of expected to be like toured through the dirt here.
1: Yeah, no, it's nice. Is after we talked about doing this episode the other day, I was looking through the comments for some of my beers that have been at Pilot, and there are a lot of really nice ones, and there are some that are from people who know me who said like, "Great job, Jen," and mm-hmm. you know, those those ratings are pretty much probably biased but it's still nice to read through it and you know you're making a product that is for people to enjoy and so it's nice to see people say
0: well 90 percent 99 percent of the time you get a bad rating it's biased
1: yes exactly don't feel exactly it's not
0: coming professional and it's not Constructive criticism, right? It's uh, right negative opinion that's biased. But sure. it was
1: also cool, my Grisette. You guys were pouring a JABF, and it was really neat to see the reviews there it. because people don't know who I am, so yeah. it's not you know it's not yeah. my old coworker who tried and gave it five stars because they know me. It's yeah. somebody who rated it and said this is one of my favorite beers I've had. Yeah, and I don't know maybe if I looked at that person's Untapped, every beer was one of the favorite yeah. ones that they had. <laughs> But reading through that's that okay. was just like, well, that's really nice that somebody really likes it and didn't find it tart and a bit flabby. Yeah. <laughs> Flappy? <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I mean, if you could summarize me in, <laughs> in an untapped review, that would probably be it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got to get out of here. Rachel, how would you rate this, um, this episode?
0: Ooh. Before 10 a.m., so three stars. Okay.
1: Okay. I give it one and a half stars. I don't like podcasts. (laughs) Um, On that note, everyone, since we just uh, talked about the um, uselessness of uh, ratings, if you could please take a moment (laughs) and... (laughs) Forget everything we just said. But if you Um, have
0: anything negative to say, I want to hear it. Right. Forget (laughs)
1: everything we just said. If you could take a moment and rate us and review us on your favorite podcast platform, that would be fantastic. It helps more people find out about us. And we do have some reviews, and I will say that they are very nice. I think I probably know who most of them are, so thank you everyone who has taken the time to do that. Uh, But if you could, that is extremely helpful. To us, And if you want to give us three stars or below, just tell it to untapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find
0: us. Just keep
1: scrolling and looking We're there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that is it. Bye. Bye. This has been False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round.